Barney here. We're looking at Revelation 3 verse 7 where John says to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, these are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. So this is the opening verse to the sixth letter, the letter that is going to the church in Philadelphia. What we know about Philadelphia is that it was uh, built at the southern edge of a river basin, that the main routes north and south went through it, that it was built on a plain of lava deposit, and this soil was perfect for vineyards. The unfortunate fact was, however, that it was built on top of a fault responsible for severe earthquakes, and we hear from Strabo, a writer, Philadelphia has not even its walls secure, but they are daily shaken and split in some degree. So lots of earthquakes, the Emperor Tiberius let them off paying taxes for one five-year period because of earthquake damage. In 60 AD, there was a devastating earthquake near Laodicea. And we also know that the emperor had his own effect on the grape growing situation. There was a moment in the year 92 AD that the emperor required grape growing empire wide to be reduced in half. And we think the motivation for that is so that more corn would be grown for his armies. So Philadelphia was positioned in a very particular place, had great strengths and great weaknesses, And some of these realities can be heard in the way that the church is addressed. So to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. So the one who is holy, the one who is true, this is what you would call God the Father. So John has a high Christology, which means he thinks that Jesus really is God. And uh, the way that he allows Jesus to be addressed in his writing shows that he believes that Jesus is God and that he is man also, but he is divine. And to call him the Holy One, the True One, gives that away. Also, he gets called the one who holds the key of David. Now, this is What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open, is a direct quote from Isaiah 22, 22, where we can read, I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. What he opens, no one can shut, what he shuts, no one can open. This is part of a prophecy against Shebna, and uh, Shebna's position is going to be given to someone new. It's going to be given to my servant Eliakim, son of Hilkiah. So whereas in Isaiah, it's speaking the key of David, the key to the house of David is placed on the shoulder of a servant. In this situation, Jesus as the king has taken back the key of David and he holds it. And it seems that the main role of the key is to open doors that are shut. Now, of course, keys do close doors but really the prophetic understanding we're meant to think of is Jesus is one who opens doors what he opens no one can shut what he shuts no one can open but what we're going to see in the next verse is that Jesus has placed an open door before the Philadelphians so Jesus is coming to the church in Philadelphia he is making it clear 
that he is who he says he is, that he has authority, that what he opens, no one can shut, what he shuts, no one can open. And he is the one that they should look to for open doors. He's the one that they should look to as the source of truth and holiness. And as we are considering in this series that compromise is something that we should really think about, the beginning of compromise, it starts with not looking to Jesus as the one who is holy and the one who divines what's true. Starting to compromise on the word of God, starting to compromise on what believers have always thought is good and right because the people around us don't think it's good and right. And they object to us thinking that some things are good and right, that they want to set aside. And so we must focus on the one who is holy and true. And if we feel that we're locked in by this, that somehow we are not free because of what it means to follow Jesus, we need to remember that Jesus can open any door and he can set us free. We need to look to him to set us free. We could set ourselves free by deciding no longer to go along with those things that appear to hem us in, or we could decide that Jesus can give us any freedom that we need and that we need to ask him. So I'm going to read this again. This is chapter 3, verse 7 of Revelation. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut. What he shuts, no one can open. Lord Jesus, help us to focus on you and not our situation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have any questions that you would like to ask me, there is an email you can use, questions at barnabas.today, B-A-R-N-A-B-A-S. So that's questions at barnabas.today.